0: Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is, as it always is, an absolute pleasure to have so many of you out there listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator of the E-commerce Master Plan. I'm an author, speaker, and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing, otherwise known as how to help you lot get more customers. Make sure you join in the conversation with the rest of the Master Plan World in the E-commerce Master Plan World Facebook group, which you can find via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. Now, some of you may remember that almost a year ago, I interviewed Colin Gray, the podcast host on episode 40, for a show all about how retailers can use podcasts to grow their business. In that episode, Colin and I lamented the lack of examples of retailers using podcasts to market their own business, in particular, those running their own podcasts. Well, I've now found an example. So it gives me great pleasure to introduce you to today's special guest. Susie Moore is the founder of So Susie Stamps. She launched her craft e commerce store in 2014 and her podcast, The So Susie Podcast, in October 2016. Her business now has about 1,900 customers. Hi, Susie. Hello, Chloe. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are now—an incredibly quick overview, actually. So, uh, so can you help fill in a few blanks and let us know how you got started off in e-commerce? Um, yeah, that'd be great. It was about three and a half years ago. Um, I
1: was actually making cards, and um, they were all snarky, so very sarcastic and witty. And one of the companies that I was actually purchasing stamps from loved the cards and called me up and said, "Hey." You have a wonderful style. What do you think about starting your own stamp company? And I was flabbergasted. It was something that I'd never thought of before. And I talked to my husband and he said, well, you know, you're spending the money on stamps for yourself. Why don't you spend the money on making more money? Um, So I was like, well, all right, let's do this. I had never had an e-commerce site before. I had had my own business, but I had never gotten into the nuts and bolts of selling widgets, if you will. Mm -hmm. So we um, did some research and I ordered my first three plates of stamps, started up my website. And in that first year, it was a little scary. I had no clue about inventory. I didn't have any clue about selling online. And it just took off from there between the social media and Facebook. It was a a nice little wildfire that still continues to grow. So it was more along the lines of I got started because of sarcasm.
0: (laughs) 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 So it was, it was literally your, one of your suppliers went, we love what you're doing. Be a, be a wholesale customer of us essentially.
1: Well, actually a designer. So I have my, I design my own stamps I come up with my own sayings. I have my own brand and they manufacture for me. So that makes it really nice. So it's, it's, um, it's, all, me, it's all me. It's all Susie. So <laughs> Awesome. So the only place people can get those products is from you. Exactly. Exactly. I do have some retail locations that buy from me wholesale um, that do carry my stamps. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you can just get them on my website or inside my shop.
0: Okay, cool. Well, before we, we dive into the many of the many of the many of the many questions I have to ask you, um, let's just just get an idea of, of where you're at at the moment. So where in the world are you and whereabouts are you selling to?
1: I am in New Mexico in the United States. So I'm in uh, the northern southwestern um, corridor, if you will. And we sell all over the world. I have I have a little shop here in my home, in the hometown, which is nice. So my local ladies can come in and pick up craft supplies. Um, I'm out in the rural area, so I'm the only person out here. And then the rest of it is all over. I sell in Australia, Singapore, Canada, um, South Africa, the UK, um, Russia, India. In fact, India is probably our largest um, country, uh, country other than the United States right now that we sell to. So we're, we're everywhere.
0: Wow. And, um, and the product, is it exclusively then the stamps that you design or are there other products you sell too?
1: We have a few um, embellishments, if you will. Some nouveau Crystal Drops, which is for doing like enamel dots, um, clarity brushes, um, which I get actually from the UK. Um, so it's just some of the, the other items that you would use with card making and rubber stamps. But primarily, it's all rubber stamps. It's all of our stamps.
0: Cool. And then the platform that you sell on—what which one did you choose?
1: Oh, I chose Big Commerce. I uh-huh. love them. So yes, that was. Um, I looked at a couple of the, the big ones like Shopify, Big Commerce, and Volusion, and I ended up going with Big Commerce after you know doing my research and then calling them on the phone to talk customer service because I knew I was going to have questions and probably <laughs> problems since I was new. And big commerce won me over with their customer service. They were amazing.
0: Cool. I'm going to have to check, but I think you might be our first big commerce guest. <gasps> How exciting! I know. Oh, they're wonderful. Yes, <laughs>
1: no, they're they're fabulous.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And uh, you do you do you have any key kind of widgets or plugins you've added into the big commerce site? I did. My favorite is in stock alerts. It is a great little app,
1: third party. And what it does is, when I am out of stock of a product, they can actually type in their email address and be notified as soon as it comes back in, which has increased my turnover about 80% for abandoned carts. Um, And it has, as soon as I installed it, I noticed a dramatic difference. I mean, I have doubled my business. From last year versus this year, when I started using the in-stock alerts, it is by far a gold nugget that I will never live without again.
0: Wow, that's really impressive. Yes, I I guess because they they've got that project in mind and they see that particular stamp and that's what they want. You know, if you want this stamp, then that stamp isn't gonna be a. It's not you're gonna buy a different stamp if you've got a particular project in mind. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, there's there's a massive nugget takeaway for everybody listening. Get get yeah. those out of stock. Let me know which is <laughs> yes, in place. Yes. <laughs> it is wonderful. So yeah, in stock
1: alerts is is through Big Commerce, um, and it is a third party app, um, but it is definitely worth its weight in gold.
0: Wow. And um, how many of you are there working in the business? We have sixteen.
1: Wow. Yes, and we are all over the world. Um, it's primarily my design team and my operations manager, but we have our design team members in Russia, um, in India, Italy, um, Denmark, Canada, and then across the United States. And presumably, they're not full-time team. Not a full-time team, but it does—they do feel like it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're a very active bunch. Cool. And, <laughs> so uh, they help get my, my product out in front of new customers. And I do have a full-time operations manager and she's based out of Canada right now. So um, she's my, my, my full-time on the design team. And then I have a gal who works inside the shop here locally that helps me out. So who does all the marketing then? Is that you? That would be me and Justine. We um, do a big chunk of the marketing, getting everything out there, getting it in front of um, new people, social media. Um, and then we have our, our team themselves. They are responsible for doing a bit of their own marketing, uh, marketing themselves, marketing the stamps, marketing their cards that they make with it. Um, so they all, we all kind of wear a bunch of different hats, but the design team definitely designs and then they, they promote. So, so they design the individual stamps. They actually design. I have two designers who mm-hmm. design the stamps. And then I have um, 16 people who market the stamps themselves. They will actually make cards using the rubber stamps. And then they post them. And that's to drive potential customers to my site. They see a card. They're like, oh, you know, that's beautiful. How does she do that? I need that stamp. I want to recreate that. And then that pushes them to my website where they purchase the stamps. So they're the inspiration.
0: Oh, wow. So they're kind of like the, the popular crafters that yes. other people follow and they use your product to bring you sales. Exactly. They're the influencers, if oh. you will, within the industry. So do, are they? If, you, if you're not able to answer this one, that's, that's absolutely fine. But are they kind of on an affiliate commission or are they on a retainer? How do you reward them? They get into affil-
1: they definitely get affiliate links, and then they also get free product. So when I come out with new stamps, they get the new product for the stamps. So the affiliate links kind of encourages them to promote more, to use our stamps or the products that we have in our shop. Because you know you can get them on Amazon, you can get them. Um, Simon Says Stamp is another big company that people can get supplies from. But if they're coming to my store. To buy my stamps, I like to have some of those key products on hand so they don't have to go in two different places or three different places to get it, especially for our international customers. We have great international shipping rates. So it makes it very, very nice that they can come buy their stamps and then buy some of the embellishments they might not be able to get somewhere else or have to pay an exorbitant fee for shipping because it is a nightmare.
0: Uh-huh. So those those extra products that you've you've added to the mix are really a customer retention piece. So the customer doesn't have to go to another website, they can get everything on yours. And therefore, you can keep them for longer.
1: Exactly, exactly. And then our design team, or our influencers, um, will use all those products as well. So when they're promoting the card and the stamps, they're also promoting the other products that they can get from us as well.
0: Uh Now, I find it really interesting that those those designers you've got around the world who are the the crafting influencers, that you describe them as part of your team, because lots of businesses would think they were part of a or think of them as part of an influencer marketing outreach program type piece. So I I find it really interesting that you think of them as, as part of the crew. So I'm guessing that's a really, really critical marketing tactic for you. It is.
1: And they're really like a family. I mean, we are together, you know, online in Facebook um, all day, every day, seven days a week. You know, these people, they they know my business. They know me. They're, you know, like my sisters. We know, you know, the personal details, whether, you know, it's about, you know, bad weather that's coming up, things that are going on with children. Um, and it's almost like a sisterhood. And we all promote each other. So if they're on a different design team or, or in being an influencer for another stamp company, we promote that as well. This crafting industry is a very, very niche market, and there it's it's ruthless, it's cutthroat. You wouldn't think it, but then we have the other companies, other stamp companies that we kind of partner with that we promote together. So it's almost like you know we're unified, if you will, um, within the industry. So. My team are also on other stamp companies' teams who would be deemed as competition, but at the same time, they're not. It's almost like we're partners. You know, we're doing a blog hop with another um, company, another stamp company, and we're all excited about it. Her design team and my design team are collaborating together, using each other's stamps, promoting each of the companies and sending them off to each of our websites. So um, the design team is definitely their influencers. They can go out and become be on other teams, so they're not just stuck with just me if they don't want to be. So and it gives them an opportunity to get free product. You know, these are people who are stay at home moms who might not have an income, but they're getting free product, so they don't necessarily have to go out and spend money on stamps. They're getting that product
0: for free, which is the ultimate benefit to them. So you, I want to go back to a couple of bits there. First off, you said you're doing a blog hop. Now, what is a blog hop? Oh, that is fun. This is where everyone on our team,
1: they have to have a blog. Now, blogs are old and archaic and pretty much people don't necessarily use them as often as they used to. But in a blog hop, each of the members of the team posts on their blog. They make a card using a specific stamp and they the viewers go from blog to blog they comment and they have to comment on the blog in order to win the prize at the end so at the end of the week they hop from all the blogs they leave a comment and then at the end as long as they've commented on all of them they're going to win a gift certificate, uh, products that are going to be coming out, a new release. And what that does is not only give exposure to the design team members, but it's also exposure to the stamps, the different card-making style, and then inspires the viewer to want to make cards, to want to purchase those stamps. And then it, it, it influences them to uh, go shopping, which is, oh. which is fabulous. And it's a great way to get our stamps out in front of a different audience they're not just so susie stamp followers they're followers from different companies different designers um and it's a lot of fun
0: it's a lot of work but it's a lot of fun ah cool that makes perfect sense and what a a good idea um and the other quick question i had to go back into was you mentioned about the fact that you're keeping in contact with your designers on a very regular basis on facebook i'm assuming that you're using like a private facebook group with them We are, and we actually just started. We started doing groups on
1: Facebook, and then um, Facebook came out with a product called Workplace, which has been insane. So essentially what I have, and we just launched this yesterday, what we do is we have a Facebook page that is so Susie Stamps. There is nothing else on there. There's no politics. There's no pictures of ugly children, people's (laughs) food, cat memes. You know, I don't have to deal with any of the – my friends and family, essentially, it's nothing but work. So there's no distraction. So within our workplace, all of my designers from all over the world, from the different categories that we have, my stamp designers themselves are all collaborating in one specific place. And it has been a total dream come true. There is no distractions on there. We can work the, the ladies so far in the last 24 hours they've they've been excited it's something new but because everybody is on Facebook and it's a part of social media we're able to it's a it's a new product that is comfortable um, so I'm I'm super excited about what it will be able to do for us in the future with um, being in different time zones um, and then also speaking different languages so they can actually see it in their language versus having to translate it from English into Russian or Italian.
0: Oh wow, that's definitely something I'm going to go and have a look at because like, you're the first person to mention that one to me. So, Facebook workplaces, I'm going to go and have have a definite gander at that. Yes. So, so let's talk a little bit about that community niche that you're part of because the craft world is the craft world in itself with all the different crafts is a very passionate place, but it's very much that. That people within that, they're a, they're a knitter or they're a crocheter or they're a sewer or they're a baker or they're into their paper arts. So, how, how have you found and, and do you think it's good to be part of such a passionate community niche product?
1: I love it. The, with the passion comes from these people, not only the sense of community, but it's also the friendship. My customers' loyalty is huge. The customers that I have, they're repeat customers. And we have a special, we have our Facebook page, but I've also created a Facebook group. And within that group are our customers. They get to post their cards. And then my design team and myself, we comment on that on those cards. We tell them how wonderful they are. I write notes on all of the orders that go out, handwritten notes, notes, If I know them from Facebook, I can, you know, talk about, you know, whether it's their kids, a card, a special occasion, a trip that they went on that they shared with us. So the passion within the crafting industry and crafters themselves bring in friendships and loyalty, and they're not just customers anymore. These are my friends. When I do a release, those people buy every stamp. And so it's not just about, oh, it's just Susie's stamps. It's, oh, Suzanne has a new release coming out. I have to order her stamps. This is so much fun. So having that passion is definitely a benefit to my, my business and my company.
0: So they're, they're awesome. They're the best customers in the world. So the, um, the community you've built, is that the reason why you created the podcast? Was that to better serve them? Yes, exactly. They were asking questions. You know, they're not just
1: about making cards anymore. They're evolving. They want to sell their cards. They want to start a business, whether it's selling them on Etsy, selling them on their own website to friends and family. And they were asking questions or they want to be on a design team. They want to be an industry influencer. So they were asking questions. And I was like, and I love podcasting. I used to do it before in my other business. I've been missing it. But I was also afraid of how does podcasting fit inside the crafting industry when it's so visual. I mean, it's a YouTube thing. Yeah. And when they were asking these questions, I was like, "Wait a minute! I don't even have to type a blog post. I don't even have to write an answer. I can take these questions, put it into a podcast, and I can service not only my customers but potentially become an industry leader myself with speaking engagements, with books, um, all you know, essentially." The world is open now. The doors are just, woo, yay me. Um, so, (laughs) So it was really, really nice being able to offer something else to my customers other than purchasing products. Now that they have these products, what can they do with them? You know, how can they find their own niche market? How can they get on a design team? What do they need to do? So we're answering all those questions to help make them some extra money and to build their hobby that they're passionate about into a business that they love.
0: Uh, so it's it's kind of like you've. It's, I, I love the fact it's all based on on the customer. So you've got the the customer who is the designer who you're using to grow the business, and you're working in a very symbiotic, helpful way to help them grow their business, the same time as you grow yours. Then you've you've created a community of your customers to the point that if you release something, they buy it. And um, and quite frankly, who listening would not like to be in that scenario? Um, But but it's really, it's not just a Facebook group for the sake of a Facebook group. You're then taking that offline and you're sending them, you know, those personalised notes. And it's clearly very much endemic in the business. It's not just, you know, oh, tick, we've done the Facebook group thing. And then you've also then kind of taken that to a whole other level. You're listening to them and you're now creating ways for them to be able to make money from your products which of course is then going to bring in more customers and enable your customers to buy more from you and then potentially spinning out of that you've then got your own greater position in the community which of course will bring more people back in to the to the original e-commerce store with the stamps but also potentially opens additional income streams yes it's very clever yeah
1: (laughs) thank you (laughs)
0: I'm excited about it. So. <laughs> so with all of that going on at the moment, Susie, what would you say is for you the most awesome thing about So Susie's Stamps right now?
1: Our customers. Honestly, the support that I get from our customers, the comments that they leave on our blog posts, on our Instagram, on Facebook, it totally lights up my life. I'm... i, I I do this business seven days a week. I eat, I sleep, I drink. So Susie Stamps. And when I can put all that work into it and then I get a customer saying, you have no idea what this has done to me. I just got done from making $500 on a new wedding invitation order that I got because of your podcast. That makes all this worth it. My customers energize me every single day. Day, whether it's from the emails, the personal messages that they leave me, um, the, the sharing between, of their families, of what's going on, whether it's medical situations, I'm in awe. I am in total and utter awe of my customers. They definitely, there's a the reason why I do this. Other than that, I, I don't think I would have continued to do this. This is a lot
0: of work. So to them, thank you. You are worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, on that note, I think we're going to dive into the top tips round. So uh, the first up, the book top tip, if everybody listening to the podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend to them? Body of Work by Pam Slim.
1: Ooh, I've not come across that one. Oh, fabulous. And it's all about you. So it's really about finding what you want and what is natural to you and your personal passion and then taking that and putting it into your work so it is brilliant it's a quick and easy read um it is amazing and Pam is is off the charts
0: so she's a rock star nice well then the traffic top tip next which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves free shipping it Free shipping beats discounts every single time for
1: whatever reason. Pair that with a new release and it's the bomb diggity shiznit. It's awesome.
0: Free shipping. <laughs> the bomb diggity shiznit. Oh, I like yep. that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a woman after my own heart when it comes to the free shipping offer.
1: absolutely
0: essential uh the tool top tip maybe a collaboration tool a social media plug in a phone app or just a way of working is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day
1: you know co-schedule for all of our social media posts but also the facebook workplace i mean that's
0: that i think is going to become my new love but co-schedule for everything else it's awesome And then the startup top tip, if you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? Throw out
1: all thoughts of having a personal life because you will not have one and get big commerce with in-stock alerts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. The the, the big thought and then the very straightforward piece of advice. Well, Masterplan World, you can find the top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 97. Susie, before we say goodbye, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? And I believe you've also got something pretty cool going on at the moment. Yes, you can find us at so stamps.com.
1: And right now we are celebrating our three years in business with a month-long festivities of free shipping, free product, lots of contests, free shipping for the entire year. So it's definitely going to be fun. Stop over at our website, check out the blog, and you will be able to find some fun new prizes for yourself to uh, make some crafty funness out of.
0: And so that's so everybody and just to be clear given we, I've got quite an international user base here is this free shipping USA or is this free shipping whole of world?
1: The entire world Lordy
0: <laughs> Okay. Well, there you hear it, everybody. Go get your stamps now. Um, <laughs> we'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at masterplan.com forward slash 97, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Susie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and, uh, and showing how an e-commerce business can integrate a podcast into their mix. And, also, the huge power that is community behind everything you're doing—it's been—it's been really, really interesting. So, thank you. Thank you, Chloe, for having us today. What a fascinating type of e-commerce! I just, I just love the the fact that because she's gone into that niche with the passionate people, if you can harness that, and she, you know, Susie seems to be harnessing on every single front, then the the possibilities really are endless. Um, just goes to show how much you need to make sure you're looking after those all-important customers. Well, Master Plan World, that is it for today's episode. Um, as one of our subscribers, please do keep spreading the word because um, it's great to see more and more people taking advantage of the knowledge we're sharing here. And um, don't forget to join the conversation yourself in our Facebook group. So just head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook and uh, make sure you come back next week hear our next interview. Have a great week and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the eCommerce Masterplan podcast. Find out more at eCommerceMasterplan.com.